Welcome to another episode of the Movie Fellas. Now, folks, let me just say one thing. Me and Nick are no longer in the same room. We're not even in the same state. Nick, tell us where yeah, we broke tell up. Us, tell us where you're broadcasting from, Nick. I am broadcasting from my hotel room. You know that doesn't really give us a lot of information. <laughs> I, mean, I was thinking maybe, yeah, you could be in any hotel room in the world. I'm just saying, more specific. Yeah, place. but yeah, but we don't need Jeremy hunting me down. You're gonna have Jeremy checking every hotel room in the country now. <laughs> Like how many how many innocent people are gonna die because you won't just confront well, Jeremy head on? So. Well then, let's just let our our uh, fans know if you see someone bleeding from his nose, run away. Yep. And also to go back in the archives and listen to our Valentine podcast because it's one of our better episodes for sure. Where you will hear Vic pissed off. <laughs> A very rare episode where I'm like. Usually we have like we have like thirty episodes where Nick is like losing his mind and ranting, but there's only a few where I'm like joining in. I was one of them. Um, but anyways, all that to say, basically, if the audio feels different, it's because we're no longer in the same room. We're recording remotely for the first time. You guys remember the the Nightmare on Elm Street rankings video we, or podcast we did? Pretty much a couple different categories we're gonna do. We're gonna do our top five kills, top five heroes top three worst heroes is a funny category Nick wanted to throw in just to bash more of the leading actresses from the series and then um, our top five Jasons which is going to be very interesting actually um, and me and Nick haven't talked about these at all so I'm interested to see what his uh, what his things are for the for these categories uh, something tells me the kills themselves are probably going to be very off for me and you there's so many. Uh, there's so much to choose from. It's like, yeah. Yeah, uh, the Jasons, on the other hand, are most likely probably gonna be the same to an extent. There, there's one or two where it's like I hated the movie, but I loved Jason. So, right. Same here. I don't think like it's funny in uh, the Nightmare series, it's like all the best Freddies are like in the best Nightmare movies. <laughs> but with Jason, it's different. I don't think like it correlates where it's like the best Jason equal like the best movies are the best Jason. There's a few that are right. like, pretty obvious, but like, I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I can, spoiler, I can tell you what's not going to be on that. It's going to be Jason Goes to Hell. It's definitely not going to be in the top five Jasons. Because he's in the movie for seven minutes. So. And he decides, to, At least the... he decides to beat the guy's ass instead of killing him. So. <laughs> <laughs> that's well, that's because, every, that's because I guarantee you a lot of people were probably just wondering, why did Jason never get a fight scene? When he before he became super powered, so they decided to completely fuck the character over just to add a fight scene. Well, yeah, when Jason like touches a human being, he's usually like very quickly crushing their head in or crushing their skull in. So yeah, the, and the idea of him like picking up a stick or something and like just like beating someone up with a stick just was weird. Let's go ahead to our top five kills, shall we? So my number five. Which is funny, we're saying worst the best, but really, these are all great kills. They're, still, They're all yeah. amazing, so it's just like, it's ranking the best, so. I'm gonna go with the, um, yeah, the Jason X, the um, freeze a girl and crush her face in into a bloody mess. Just um, a great use of special effects and 
probably to me one of the most fun things about Jason X is that scene. So. Okay, okay. I guess I can give you that one. For me, it's going to be J. For my number five, it's from. It actually is from the New Blood, and it was Doctor Cruz's kill. Oh wow! And go. even though it wasn't bloody, it wasn't as bad as it could have been. I did. I would want to see the unrated version just to see him get gutted, because the actual visual probably would have been amazing. Because I know they filmed it. Yeah. You know, but it got cut all to hell. But just the uh, and just the lead up to his death, just the whole chase part, it's <laughs> just hilarious. I mean, that's. That's top of the line, Jason, right there, for sure. Right. All right, so let's see. I'll go to my number four. And I have Crispin Glover's death from part four. Um, the the uh, the corkscrew to the face, I guess, or the machete, uh-huh. machete I guess. The machete in the face and the corkscrew to the hand. The, uh, hey, Tad, <laughs> where's the corkscrew? Um, it's in your hand. <laughs> yeah. That death is just like, it's so quick and out of nowhere, and then it's so brutal that it's just like, first he gets the thing in his hand, like yeah, his hand gets whatever, and then the visual, I mean, obviously Tom, Tom Savini did a great job with the visuals, but I think that's just like a really quick, fun death, honestly. Okay, well, my number four, uh, I'm probably going to piss a few people off with this one. It's actually Kevin Bacon's death in the first movie. Oh my god. How dare you? Yeah, why yeah, why is it so low on your list? It's not, uh, it's, it's not even on my list. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. So I choose, I do have the most iconic kill on my list. You don't. Probably for that reason. Uh You know why? Because I got so annoyed with the fact that they, they feel a need to try to recreate the death in every single sequel. There's always yeah, some, and you there's can't... always some version of the damn Kevin Bacon death. Yeah, and you know what? I will say to you the same thing Sydney said to her niece in part, Scream 4. Don't fuck with the original. Mm. I mean, that's fair. Maybe I'm <laughs> maybe I'm shortchanging that death because it is Kevin Bacon. It's iconic. It well, not be, only that, it, but it's a runner-up for had, me. So it's not a runner-up. So. Yeah, not only that, but they had such a low budget and Tom Savini did a pretty damn good job. I just would have loved to see it without it being uh, enhanced because you can definitely tell where the dummy is or where Kevin Bacon's head is. Yeah, that's the thing. I think by part four, Tom Savini was even better than he was in part one. So that's one thing, too. It's like I feel like the the deaths in part four are a little better, but that's a fair pick. I think probably I'm the one that should get the hate mail for not having that on my list. But it's a, it's a <laughs> solid, solid number six for me, so... Um, okay. So, let's see. I'm on number three. Yep. So I got the whole, the whole RV death sequence from part six, with um, with them in the RV, and then Jason kills the two people, and the RV like flips up and explodes, and he's standing on top of it. It's just only Michael Bay blow up scene. <laughs> yeah, I gotta give it props because it's just, it felt like a big budget, unique thing for Jason, like. When when we when is Jason like gonna evolve like cars flipping over and stuff? So that was just a fun fun death scene. And there's no other scene like that in the series. That's why I gotta give that props. No, and my number three um, is actually gonna be taken straight from your list because you put it at number five. 
it was the face being frozen and then smashed. Yep. It, it, it's a great way to reintroduce Jason into space with all this random sci-fi technology. Yep. And then it was also the fact that it was it was bloody, but it wasn't at the same time. Yeah, you're right. There wasn't like a because it was like it was like frozen blood, not like. <laughs> yeah, it was a great way of being able to keep themselves from being X-rated just because of this one kill. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, all right. So number two, I I gotta because it's fresh in my mind because we just watched it. It's my boy Julius. I gotta go there. <laughs> Nobody has ever tried to box Jason. Like, I always go back and watch that scene on YouTube um, more than other kills. So I, th- I feel like it's a fan favorite. I think a lot of people, what they remember most about Jason Takes Manhattan is that that whole scene. So um, I got to give it give a lot of props for that one. Well, so for me, my next two actually are be- mainly because they are gory. Even though I've said plenty of times I don't care too much for gore as long as the death is actually really good. These next two are actually extremely good and they're both from the same movie. Mm. And they're both from, yeah, they're both from Jason Goes to Hell. Mm. (laughs) The first one is the girl getting the pipe through her chest and then it comes up ripping her right in half. Wow. That was pretty gory. Yeah, that. It was gory, and I didn't even watch. I didn't even watch the unrated version, where I, was, I think they actually linger on that for a while. I was gonna ask if you saw the unrated version because yeah, that's the one you want to watch because it's like literally like very a lot more gory. Yeah, I didn't watch the unrated version, even though you still get some of the gore. They cut. A, they still have to cut away a good amount. Mm. But yeah, there was a. It was gory, and I think it was probably. Jason Goes to Hell was probably the goriest out of all the movies. Yeah. Which is ironic because, again, it's not really Jason. So his the, <laughs> the Jason imitators are more brutal than the actual Jason, which is kind of odd. But Yeah, because remember, a nerd tackles Jason outside a window. <laughs> right. Um, okay. Well, my number one. It's going to be very controversial. Uh-oh. Nobody's going to like this pick. My favorite death scene is Tina killing her father <laughs> as a kid. <laughs> no, I'm, just, I'm just joking, but that... <laughs> just for comedic purposes, you, that was a serious thought. I, but <laughs> I think we just got canceled. Uh, oh. No, I'm just playing, but... <laughs> um, we're trying to make this something. We're not trying to cancel it before we start. Yeah, that, that's probably true. Um, <laughs> I got so I got a, I got a, a tie for number one. This is gonna sound weird, but I was thinking about because you brought this up about Jason goes to hell. I think when the army kills Jason in the beginning is a uh-huh. great it's a great scene because it comes out of nowhere just, and they like basically just like the girl. Well, I like the whole setup pretty much. The whole opening scene is just hilarious. And then they really nuked the hell out of Jason. Um, but that said, I can't give that. That's like kind of a go-to, I think, for number one. But um, I don't know. I think 
I think the most impactful death, honestly, is like when Tommy Jarvis kills Jason in part four. That was not a death scene per se, but he really goes in on Jason with the machete. And then you see his face, like uh, his head, like fall down, the mach- like slide down the machete. It's just the best effects I feel like in the series. And it's really the only time that really somebody actually really kills Jason. Like Jason was dead after that. So if you think about it, that's the actual Jason death scene. Um, so like it's 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 odd because I'm the two things I'm picking are basically scenes where Jason dies, Jason goes to hell in part four. But I, I feel like those are the better than the typical him killing somebody scenes. But that's why I said it's controversial. Now Tina killing her father, yes, that would be very controversial. <laughs> no, I do. I also have a controversial one because it's not really a Jason kill. But it's also not Jason dying. Don't it's don't the, don't it, tell me Roy did something. Nope. That, okay. Nope. Uh, and uh, Jason goes to hell when the when the Jason worm goes from the copper to the news anchor, mm. and you see the copper just start melting to the ground. That was good effects. It was great effects. It was disgusting, and I loved every second of it. That's a hell of a controversial take. Wow. Yeah, because again, it's not really, it's not a Jason kill, it's not a Jason death, it's literally just a random, I guess not random, but it's just a death that was not caused by anything. <laughs> I'm looking forward to your, um, the Jason Goes Out podcast, because you're clearly very high on certain things about the movie, so, to have... Certain things about the movie I like, other things about the movie I'm, I'm gonna probably will rant about. <laughs> yeah, I mean... Like I said, the the movie works only if you like don't go and expecting a Jason movie. But you could easily rant for like, why the hell is Jason not in this movie? So that, there's that. Right, um, right. Because I, because I can tell you this, I do like the fight scene, even though it makes no damn sense for Jason. I still enjoyed it. I thought it was hilarious because <laughs> I think I think the guy is even shocked that Jason's beating him up. I think instead he, of just he, killing him, he expects Jason to kill him, but Jason's just like. I'm gonna beat you up. It's like really just weird. So I think I think the guy just pissed Jason off that badly that Jason did not want to kill him. <laughs> I'm just shocked that Kane Hodder wasn't like telling somebody like, "Hey, um, this is not something Jason would do. Like, he kills people. He never actually just physically beats somebody up. Like, that's not a Jason's mo at all." So. Yep, and like I said, I'll just make the argument that Jason just did not like this guy to the point where he did not want to kill him right away. Yeah, but my argument against that is Jason doesn't even know this guy, so it's like it's not like Tom, <laughs> well, it's not Tommy Jarvis. He just so. Well, the only reason I'm saying he doesn't like him is because think about how many times he has thwarted Jason throughout the whole movie. I don't know. I have to go back and watch, but I don't know if I okay. I guess yeah. I guess that makes sense. Yeah, I mean. Does Jason's brain actually like travel in that way when he deals with different bodies? Do you think like his he maintains his memories and stuff? I don't know. I guess I would assume so, but to be honest, it's probably not. It's probably yeah. just something that the creators thought would be fun to do because it was it wasn't really done in any other movie. Yeah. Well, that's our top five kills. Now, do you want to move on to the heroes? Yeah, let's do the heroes. All right, well, at number five, I struggle with this, actually, a lot. But number five, 
I'm actually going to put Reggie from part five. <laughs> part five. <laughs> I knew um, part five was going to make it somewhere. Well, the thing is, for part five, it's hard to say, like, who's the actual hero of the movie. Because you have Pam, Reggie, and Tommy. They're like a trifecta of heroes. But I got to get... already to... know you ain't choosing no Pam. No, nah, I didn't like Pam. I didn't really like... I didn't like Tommy Bourne in this movie either, but... Because um, <laughs> he but... didn't fight Jason. <laughs> yeah, but Reggie has to get uh, on the list because I've never seen someone run so fast. I'm convinced that... Jason never would have been able to kill Reggie. He would never have been able to catch him. When Reggie takes off in the woods, it's literally the fastest I've ever seen someone run in any movie ever. So just for his running ability, he's got to make my top five. <laughs> um, might be controversial, but how to do it. Not really. No, I'm about to say the most controversial thing this entire episode. Oh, God. My number five is Jenny. I don't think that's controversial. I mean, she she made the list, and that's the important thing, yeah. Well, yeah, she made the list, but she's also the lowest on the list. Yeah, she she fought back. She tried to get away, but at the same time, it's just... I don't know if because the actress wasn't really that seasoned, she seemed a little dry to me. And the whole theory, she just decided to pull up out of her ass with no re- rhyme or reason for the theory to come out in the first place. Mm-hmm. I just... Didn't really care for her all that much. Yeah. She was sassy. She had like a... Yeah. She had a little bit more um, edge to her, I would say, than like... I think she was an improvement over um, over Alice. Alice, I think, was the, the one the first one, right? So. Alice didn't even make my list. <laughs> now, that, see, that's actually going to be more controversial, I think, is that Alice is like highly regarded, even though I'm just like... She didn't Alice do anything Alice is honestly... Alice is honestly, if it wasn't for the last couple of movies, Alice probably would have been my top three worst heroes. Well, she's just generic, like, last survivor. She's not, like... She did nothing. Yeah, <laughs> like, we can't really... Des- like, I, can, I don't even know how to describe her character. It's like, there's nothing there. There's no personality, yeah, nothing. It's like... At least most generics have some kind of character. She did it. Well, the best scene with her was her death scene in part two, I think. So, <laughs> oh, which, by the way, in hindsight, maybe counting that entire scene, I may have put, I may want to put that in the top five kills, um, or at least a good runner-up is her death scene in part two. Just the whole the build-up to it. Um, you already did your top five kills. You you've already lost your chance. I know it, it's a number six runner-up though, so that's all I'm saying. <laughs> um, okay, so I'm on number four. Um, I'm going to go ahead and say Trish at number four. And for me, I mean, I'm sure so you'll get to her eventually, but for me, I only, uh, I think that she did a great job with what she was given. And you definitely buy her as like a, a strong, strong hero at the end. Um, but... It's kind of the uh, the thing with Alice where it's like, if I think about her, nothing stands out like where I can actually say that like, her personality is this or that. Like, I don't know anything about her. That's how I feel. Um, some of that's because, again, for part four, you kind of feel like almost like, based on the end, that that uh, Tommy Jarvis was more of the hero almost. But um, but I think she's solid. She, she's never annoying in the movie and great chase scene. And 
the best thing you could say about her is that she appears to be a great older sister. She definitely tries to protect her little brother. So that, that's that's personality. So, um, but yeah, I think that's she's probably in most people's top three. So I, I got her four. So not not discounting her anyway. So, well, my number four is Reggie. There we go. Just because, as you said, this little kid, even against horrorbritation Jason, probably would have gotten away. Yep. And I actually did like the actor that played that kid, and I would have brought him, me personally, because you mentioned that they wanted to bring him back, but they wanted to kill him off. Right. I would have brought him back and then make him the hero in the next movie. Yeah. Just because he would have already had some form of trauma, so when he starts seeing another person in a hockey mask, whether he thinks it's Jason or not, he'd still have some kind of plan to get the fuck away. <laughs> Right. So I'm giving my number four to G- to Reggie. Yeah, I mean, I thought it might be controversial, but maybe not. So we both thought about Reggie. So, um, okay, down to our top three. So I'm gonna go ahead and throw Ginny at number three, and I'll just say like at least that when I think about her, I can think about she has like a kind of a sarcastic dry sense of humor personality but they actually gave her a personality which was very refreshing after alice and she's a pretty she comes off as a pretty smart person the fact that she knows to um imitate like try to control jason by pretending to be his mom that was pretty smart so um i would have liked to follow her character like it would be nice if she came back for part three um so yeah and be honest if she if she came back for part three, she probably could have been higher on my list. <laughs> yeah, I mean, honestly, I mean, if you think about part three, you could have easily had Ginny in there instead of uh, Chris. So. But, <laughs> uh, Ready for the most controversial thing ever? It's not possible. Everyone's, everyone's favorite hero is not at the top. I have Tommy Jarvis as number three. Number three, wow. Number three. Mainly because, even though, yes, he's in three of these movies, one of them honestly don't count. That's true. (laughs) But at the same time, out of these other two, I actually did not get as much enjoyment out of them or actually understood why he even did some of the stuff he did at least these other two makes some form of sense of why they're in the situation or why they're doing what they're doing tommy you know he's number three mainly because he brought jason back to life <laughs> well he's responsible if, for a lot, a lot of deaths because of that so. yeah so if he didn't do that he probably would have been number one but he brought jason back to life so he dropped down two points yeah that's pretty controversial. I mean, I'm I'm actually really interested to see who you have in the top two then because I can't think of two people. I'm, I'm interested to see what your top two is. Um, that is a hot take for sure. Um, <laughs> so my number two, um, it's conflicted because I had some different thoughts, but I want to go oh, with yeah. it. I do want to go with the guy from Jason Goes to Hell, sort of. But I almost want to not say him and actually say Creighton Duke. 
Because, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I know it's like he's not a traditional hero. He's not the main character. But, I mean, Crane Duke's just a badass, right? Um, definitely my favorite character from Jason Gozell is Crane Duke. So I feel like I got to give him some acknowledgement. Um, I also I thought about putting Megan from Part 6 somewhere on the list. Because even though she's not traditionally the actual hero of the movie, she actually is the one that kills Jason at the end, basically. You know? So, mm-hmm. thought about throwing her on there, but I'm going to go ahead and say the dude, the main dude, uh, Steven, from part from Jason Goes to Hell. Um, which, obviously, this is make, it... making very predictable who my number one is going to be, but, um, <laughs> but yeah, I'm going to say Steven because I think that I think because it focuses on adults that Jason Gozell actually has better actors in the other movies. And um, that dude does a lot in the movie, so. As long as Crane Duke isn't breaking my fingers, I'll take it, so. <laughs> no, oh, so you're not as bad as a Steven. Sorry for giving you props. Hell no, after that first finger, I'd be like, you know what, just keep the information, all right? I'm good. <laughs> I'm, I don't need to know this. Just, just leave my fingers alone. So. <laughs> <laughs> like that that scene would have been three minutes shorter if I was in the scene. I'd just be like, you know. Like I would have I would have been the one actually being like really like, Randy, help me, get me out of here. So <laughs> oh, by the way, I should mention something. The actor that plays Creighton Duke, he had a reoccurring role in guess what show? Mm. Oh god. Don't even say it. <laughs> he played a character named Rufus. Was that in like season number thirty-five, or was it like what season was it? No, I think uh, let's see. He was first introduced, and I believe in season four, and then he dies in season seven. Wow. Okay. Which I'm still annoyed by his death, by the way, but that's why the cookie crumbles. Yeah. Um. And he's also one of the characters they did not bring back for the final season. Bastards. Wow. All right. So. Since you just gave your number two, I'm giving mine. It's going to be Trish from part four. Oh, yeah, okay. I, I forgot you hadn't mentioned her yet. Okay. Yes, and it's mainly the same reasons you said she's a loving sister. She, she's not, she, even though she's has the fear, she's not so afraid that she's not willing to fight for her and her brother. She is, even though she had that one, a few stupid moments, like going into some random tent in mm-hmm. the woods. Right. Or not running, not jumping over a dead body in front of a door that was laying down. Right. Other than that, she made a lot of good, de- a lot of good decisions, and she did everything she could to make sure that her brother survived the night, and she was successful in keeping herself alive at the same time. Yeah, and we should but, mention, we should mention that um, there's somebody that could have been on this list if he wasn't so stupid. And that's Rob. If Rob actually was, like, not, he's killing me! From the first half of the movie, I thought he was going to be, like, a badass character. And he would have been up there with Crane Duke for me, but the way he and, died, and then he, died, he, he was so stupid. So. And then he could have had the fight with Jason and not Steve. Yeah, there we go. Rob, <laughs> Rob, Rob could have been, like, just showing up in every movie as, like, just continually hunting Jason. And that would have been amazing if, like, he showed up in multiple movies, like still trying to avenge his sister. But uh, especially after, especially when Tommy brings him back to life, and then he shows up to kick Tommy's ass. Yeah, but 
as is, he ended up being a big red herring pretty much, and his death is more comical than anything else. Um, Which is weird. Why would you put a red herring in a movie where you already know who the killer is? Yeah, true. Um, all right, well, my number one is going to not be any surprise. I mean, it, it's the most predict- predictable, easy answer, and it is Tommy Jarvis. Um, you need to get your white girl coffee. You didn't think this through. I think if you ask if you ask fans, and this would be the popular pick because he is the only main character who lives to fight Jason in multiple movies, who doesn't die, so he gets away at the end. Um, and you see him as a kid, you see him as an adult in part six, and I have no recollection of him in part five because that doesn't exist. But so he's well, that's in, because he's Jason Bourne in part five. Yeah, for me, he's in two movies of the series, and that's that's okay. Um, but I think I actually like little kid Tommy as the best hero because as a kid, he actually kills Jason, which is amazing. Um, so, I mean, I think probably to be honest, I think Tommy and, and Ginny are probably the most popular answers for this question. Um, I'm, I'm curious to see who you have, who you have number one now, honestly. So number one, you actually mentioned her. I put, I actually chose Megan from part six. Interesting. Yeah, it's mainly because of her attitude throughout the whole thing. Even she, she's extremely fun-loving. She knows what she wants and she goes for it. And she definitely has some kind of uh, protection over her father, even even though she knows that you know if her father ran into this guy, he's dead. Yeah. Yeah, uh, and then. She, and she even showed that she actually cared for the kids when it came down to the climax because she didn't actually even jump into that water until the kids were pretty much out of out of the way. Yeah. I think so, that uh, I, I actually wanted to put on the list, but it was just a question of if I'm putting Tommy Jarvis, like, can you can I have the two people from the same movie? Are they both the heroes? So, But technically, she is the one that actually killed Jason at the end, so I get it completely. Yeah, so... Me personally, I put Megan. I, I just, it just seems like I would, if, because I'm kind of going through all these characters almost as if would I want to hang out with them. Yeah. And to be honest with you, Megan's probably the one I would want to hang out with the most. There's something interesting about her character too where it's like, she feels like so separated from everything else. Like, you never really know, like, does she actually believe Tommy? Does she care about Jason? Until the end, when she's confronted with it, she's kind of like in her own world. It feels like, and just like trying which to do, fine. trying to do her own thing. So it's very interesting, like which is fine because it keeps her fun. Yeah, exactly. She doesn't lose the fun until basically, and then it's like when Face to confront Jason, then she's like a badass pretty much and just takes care of business. But she's kind of, right, she's kind of in her own world. So like, she's a character you can imagine. She exists outside of the movie. Basically, it feels like she is a real person who has her own life and stuff. So. Um, and I wish the actress did more stuff, but she literally retired after that movie, I believe. So. Oh, why? The thing is, she refuses to acknowledge that she was in this movie, so which is crazy because like it's a great movie. So I don't know why. She's no longer my number one. Like I, I, I don't think I'd be surprised. Like I think uh, it's something where she had kids and like she doesn't want her kids to know that she was in like a Jason movie or something. So I don't know. But she never, she didn't even get naked. No, she had a very respectable role. That's what I'm saying. I mean. Yeah. Hell, that whole movie was respectful to everybody. There wasn't even any nudity in that whole movie. Yeah, I mean, she was definitely boy crazy, but at her age, it's normal, so. 
right. Oh, you know, our top you, three. You know what's funny too is like, and this is I guess it's just how to say how, to say how good part six is, but you could even have a runner up being the sheriff, because yeah, you know, you can't give him like final character status in terms of like being a hero, but another great character from part six, honestly. Especially since he just straight up tackles Jason at the end. And Jason probably weighs like two hundred pounds more than him, so that was pretty impressive. And the dude, could, right. the dude weigh like a buck twenty, probably right. So, well, that's why he used the rock to start bashing the face. Was that like a old man strength? I guess what they call yes. it. Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, you—if you had kids, you'd probably get it too. I'd have been like, uh, Megan, I'm hiding here. Just go do your own thing. I wouldn't have been like <laughs> getting my back cracked for no reason. So. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so worst heroes or top three worst heroes. Yeah, and this is just us being assholes. We just threw this category in to be assholes, pretty much like, <laughs> like focus if, on if the anyone, negativity. So, <laughs> if anyone wants to know who who chose this one, it was me. Yeah, we're you're welcome. Gonna, this is gonna be kind of piling on, and I'm gonna say this too. Like, a lot of what I'm about to say is not necessarily the actresses or the actors; it's the character. So. Mm-hmm. There's no, there's no actress that I like where I just like I hate. Usually I hate the character. I don't, I don't hate the person. So like, like there's a character I'm gonna name that basically maybe the actress even did a good job, but the character was written away just to be horribly unlikable. So I'll say that. So I don't want to feel like we're piling on the actresses. Um, but for me, number three. So I got my three names. I'm still. I guess in my brain, I'm still actually trying to rank them in my brain but i'm gonna go well, with i'm gonna go with alice at number three because <laughs> only because you know why because she's so overrated it's not that she's terrible but the fact that she's considered some kind of scream queen or something like that there's nothing she does in the movie that would make her like to me like an icon iconic character or like a scream queen or like that um just the fact that people like identify identify her as like she's on every top five list of like top heroes um her being massively overrated is why I put her on the top five worst list. That's that's, she may not be top five or she might be top three bad, but she's top three overrated in my opinion. So, so, Alice did not make my list, but I can definitely agree with her that because, think about it. They say she's, you just said that they believe she's one of the top five heroes, in the horror genre. She fought an old woman, <laughs> and almost died. Betsy Palmer definitely beat her up for sure. And you got all of these other hero female heroes that fought and beat Jason. Yep. So I'm sorry, she kind of loses her uh, top five best heroes, especially since she did nothing the whole movie. Yep. It, it makes me wonder if they just wrote the death scenes and then went, oh shit, we didn't choose a hero. <laughs> well, people are like that I... People are very nostalgic about about the first Friday Thirteenth. I don't think it's the best movie in the series, but I think people are nostalgic I mean, about, about it. So, I mean, I like it, but it's mainly Betsy Palmer's why I like it. Yeah, and that's like saying it. something because she's only in like fifteen minutes of the movie. Yeah, I like I like the movie too, but I just don't think it's it wouldn't be my top three of the series to be honest. Um, no, but uh, so my number three is Chris from Part Three. Okay, that's fair. You know, it's because they tried, again, as you said, it's the character. They tried to shoehorn some backstory that makes no sense to the Jason character. And then 
And then they try to make her almost like a badass. But we're just like, but we had to go through all of this soap opera bullshit for an entire hour before we get to this point. Yeah. And then the fact that when Jason was hanging, I'm sorry, the minute she opened that barn door, she should have ran out that door instead of just sat there and stared at him. Yeah. And the fact that she technically should be dead. She got really lucky that, um, what's-his-face happened to still be alive. Ollie. Yeah, if Ollie didn't come in for the save, then she's dead. No, dead, but dead walking, so. Ollie should have gotten out of, should have just started running from that barn. He was still trying to be a badass, but it was, yeah, it was... <laughs> At that point, you should know who you're up against and not really go down that route. So, right. Yeah, feel bad for Ali. Um, all right, number two for me is uh, Rennie from Part Eight. And yeah, Chris is not gonna make my list. Actually, I I was like a runner up, but I don't necessarily hate her. But uh, she's a runner up for me. But Rennie, I think what you what you said is spot on for Rennie. She has this weird backstory with Jason that to me makes no sense at all. And um, all the dumb dream sequences, the flashbacks, and then the actress, I would say, for me, just did not emote well. I'll say one thing. like She just didn't really sell the emotional scenes at all, I feel like. Um, by the end of the movie, I wanted Jason to kill her, basically. So, Which is not what you want from your hero. You want them to be taking out Jason but I was going for Jason by the end well for my number two strap in your seatbelts boys and girls because I'm about to say Vic's number one it's no. Pam for oh, part no. five not, not Pam it's Pam for part five and be honest with you at first when you're thinking she's nothing but a side character she's fine but then when she gets her uh, final girl circuit and she falls and just refuses to get up. Like, I'm sorry. No, you just lost all your rights to call yourself a final girl. You should be dead. Right. It's just, oh, I just uh, every time I think about it, it pisses me off. I think I feel like uh, with her, like, even though I didn't like her, I don't, um... I'm almost like, almost like neutral on her because I don't think she made enough of an impression on me to like hate her. Um, I just hate the movie. Well, that's, the made, other, so. <laughs> so. that's the other. That's the other problem. She didn't make an impression. An impression. Again, yeah. when you think she's a side character, she's fine. But when you find out she's our main character, she it, it all of a sudden turns to why do I care about this chick? Right. Um. My number one is very controversial. I feel like maybe maybe not. But it is Tina from Part 7. It's and, not controversial. <laughs> not well, to me, anyway. Well, amongst the fans, I think it probably is. But it's a very simple thing, though. My, there's one big problem. You can make the female hero stronger than Jason. When she's stronger than Jason, immediately you're like, wait, what? what is the purpose of this then? Like, she basically just beats the crap out of Jason for the last 20 minutes of the movie. Um, and then... Same thing, I wasn't a fan of the actress, per se, and her backstory, again, didn't make sense either, because I don't understand her killing her father, we've talked about that in the podcast, and then regretting it immediately, and then it's just a lot of things there, but um, the main thing for me is just, 
you can't have the character be stronger than Jason to the point where you're actually rooting for Jason because he's the underdog by the end. It's like, man, how's Jason going to overcome this? And that's just a weird mindset to have watching <laughs> a Friday the movie. So. That's why I said I wanted to change Tina into the villain and have Jason have to be the one to save the day. I remember that. Which would have been still weird, but... I, I still think that's on your... Your one of your one of your worst theories ever, though. <laughs> it wasn't even a theory. It's how I would have done it. It sounds good when you when you think about the actual movie. You're like, wait, a minute, how do we do this? <laughs> how is Jason like saving people and being the hero? This doesn't make sense. Well, technically, he doesn't save anyone because after he finally kills Tina, he turns around and kills the boyfriend. Uh, to be honest, I probably would have had the boyfriend just run away. I mean. I think one thing is uh, on our top... And then have him get eaten by dogs. I think on our top five heroes, I think we missed somebody, though. Who? Tina's father. <laughs> if you think about <laughs> who actually takes out Jason in that movie, it's Tina's father. And it still makes no sense on how. His ability to come out of the water and not be, like, an all-decomposed, that we should put him in the top five for that. His ability to look exactly the same after being underwater for years, I think that's just... He's got to shoot to the top list, honestly. So so my number one is that girl from Part A. Ready? Yes. And, you know, it's... Yes, I haven't really... It's hard for me to remember these characters' names without looking them up, but uh, that probably means they're not that good. If I cannot remember their names when we're trying to do a ranking. Well, I assure you, I literally know her, I know her name only because I literally just edited the Jay Sticks Manhattan podcast. So. <laughs> if so I had, I, otherwise, there'd be no, no way. So. Either way, so I just did not, I, I cannot stay in this character. She's extremely boring. She keeps having these visions of sometimes deformed, sometimes not deformed baby Jason. And I almost every single time I saw Baby Jason, I thought she was praying to Baby Jesus. Yeah. And, and then the, just, oh, the act. Uh, you said we're not going to harp on the actress, but I am because I personally think she, the director should have said, do something better instead Shit. of well, damn. what we ended up getting because there is no way the director. Saw these films and said that was the perfect take. Yeah, there's just like no way. There's no emotion basically. Like she's just very flat. So and and we don't need that when it comes to a female character. There's the ones that's supposed to show emotion the most. Yeah, that's a fair pick. I think we both were very, very down on her. So, um, so our last one, Jason. Okay. Well, for me, part five, the part or number five, I should say. Um, well, let's talk about who's not going to make the list. Roy's not going to make the list. Roy. <laughs> or uh, Pam. Or Pam. Um, or any version of Tommy Jarvis that was hinted at becoming Jason. <laughs> um, so spoiler, they're not going to make the list. Um, <laughs> but I think my number five is actually. Uh, Jason from Jason X. Um, because is this is this regular Jason or Uber Jason? Well, I'm I'm combining it all into one since it's from all from the same movie. 
So that's and that's why because he becomes Uber Jason. I'm like, okay, well, theoretically, Uber Jason is the strongest version of Jason. So I got to give him props for that. And then a lot of the deaths there are fun. Like we talked about the one death before, and he does a whole sleeping bag death again, and um, probably his most his most badass is probably this version of Jason. So um, <laughs> for me, I gotta I gotta shout out Uber Jason as this number five. So. So my number five is going to be uh, from Jason Goes to Hell. Just be- even though he had such a, it was so small, but he also had one of the more decomposed, decrepit looks. Plus the fact that they made it to where the mask is actually getting embedded into his skin, mm. just looked disgusting, creepy, and I loved it. The look of this Jason was actually probably my favorite look in the entire series. I don't know, man. Don't you feel like it's kind of like... It's like he makes a cameo in the movie. It's like a cameo, though. It's not like a... I don't know. But it's still Jason. I mean, he he still counts. Is it Jason? Do you know Jason to, like, come out and be like, I'm going to beat the crap out of you? Like, I don't know. Well, to be fair, it was... Technically, that, that Jason was... The mother of the girl he slept with and had a kid with. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. <laughs> to be fair. It wasn't I... regular Jason. That's probably why he was he didn't have the full strength yet to kill him in one head. I think that might actually be your most controversial take. Is having <laughs> Jason goes to hell Jason on the top five Jasons. That might that might be up there, so. Um Alright. For me, number four. I have, as much as I'm going to say, like, I didn't necessarily like the movie, I do like Part 7 Jason a lot. The way he looks, um, the makeup job on him, the fact that he's so handy with tools, <laughs> um, very crafty, how he kills people. Um, I think, for me, probably my favorite Kane Hodder performance is Part 7, to be honest. Um... So, yeah, I, I think that's pretty, pretty common. Most people love Part Seven, Jason. I mean, I wish he was in a better movie, but I can't detract that from Jason himself. So he looks, he looks great in the movie. <laughs> so, my number four is from is actually from my hate the most hated Freddy and Jason movie, Freddy vs. Jason. Oh. It's because this Jason is just out there, left, right, killing people. He's big, hulking. I do not want to go and mess with this guy. I'm running away if I see him, and then I'm dead. You're giving props to Kersinger? Kersinger? Yeah, Kersinger. Kersinger? Yep, I'm giving props to Kersinger. I feel like he did a good job, but I feel like they should have used Kane Hodder after. Oh, they should. They should have. What, what they did to Kane Hunter was bullshit, but it's, at least it's, I wouldn't say it's a step down. It's more like Kurzinger kind of had his own way with the character. Yeah. Which is weird, considering the fact this character, you don't need to do your own way with it. Yeah, I don't know. I. The fact that Jason in that movie is afraid of water, I can't, I can't uh, actually I say. That's, That's why he's still low on the list. I don't think he'd make my top ten to be honest. <laughs> uh, but it's a fair point. Um, all right, I'm at number three. Um, 
you know, I'm gonna go ahead. Hmm. I love I love I love early Jason from the first few movies because he runs, and I think that's just amazing. Um. But again, this is gonna be controversial. But I'm gonna go with Jason takes Manhattan. Jason. Excuse uh, me. You're gonna go with sewage face baby fucking ugly ass bad what the fuck was that face, Jason Voorhees? Well listen, I mean it's all pred- <laughs> it's all it's all predicated on the idea that you ignore the last five minutes of the movie. If you ignore if you ignore Muppet Jason the sewer for the rest of the runtime He's like a, a an amazingly vicious, brutal, hilarious when he's like um, in Manhattan. Also, by the way, and then got he him. screams out for his mommy. I know. I mean, that's <laughs> it's hard to defend. I gotta admit, I'm, I'm reaching on this one, but I'm just yes, saying you are. I'm saying if you take away the last five minutes of it, the rest of the movie is a great. And by the way, it is at his most teleporting. It's a heavily teleporting Jason. So teleporting Jason has to get some props. That's all I'm saying. Okay, so my number. God damn, I can't get over that now. <laughs> <laughs> what? I mean, so the movie aside, Jason himself was good, just not Muppet Jason at the end, that's all. So for me, for me, my number three is Jason from New Blood. There we Pretty go. much for everything you said, he's... He, the makeup when you finally see his face is actually extremely good. I love the uh, all the whole costume design for the entire character, doesn't, how decomposed and rotting yeah. he looks. Doesn't the the mask looks good too? Doesn't it? Just like yeah, it does. That, and that's why I do not like Jason from Part Eight because he actually looks like because he doesn't have no longer has like the bone showing on his hands anymore. He just yeah. looks like gooey, gooey Jason. As if he just came out the oven and he was actually a cake. <laughs> An underdone cake. Yeah, why is he so, like, wet and oily in Part 8? Like, I don't. I guess like they were throwing oil in the lake. Like, Jason sp- spends all this time on a boat. I'm like, dude, find a towel. You can't find a towel? <laughs> just dry yourself off, brother. What are you doing? <laughs> it, makes, it makes no sense. He should have been dry, like, within 10 minutes of him being in that <laughs> engine room right after he kills the <laughs> guitar girl. The, the moistness of Jason every scene is, like, Dude is like so wet. It's nasty. <laughs> yeah, I don't understand that. That's funny. <laughs> um, all right. So, oh man, you know what? I gotta go. I gotta go with part six, Jason, for my number two. Um, it was, it was a tough pick, but this is the beginning of Zombie Jason, um, and get a lot of fun kills and just like perfects everything everything's perfect in terms of how he moves um yeah i mean i just love i love part six jason maybe because i love the movie but i love part six jason I love, to me even though i like kane hotter i think part six is actually the best zombie jason well i will give jason from part six this the actor that played him was definitely dedicated to that role i mean he spent almost a full day underwater just to film the ending scene. Wow. Um. They literally 
uh, I know he had a, I know he came up for a few a few times. Yeah. But from everything I've read, he stayed in that water for so long they actually made sure there was divers around him, so that way they could bring him the breathing tube so he can breathe whenever he wasn't actually on camera. Wow. And that's why also the underwater portion of it was so edited in the way it was. So that way uh, every different cut was them actually giving the actor more air. Yeah, it's dedication. Yeah, um, I guess that's what you get when you get a former Marine to play Jason. Yeah. And, and part six, Jason also, by the way, at the end he really doesn't die. He just gets trapped in the water. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, the one the one knock on part six Jason is that his dumb ass catches on fire when uh Tommy surrounds the boat with fire. It's like you have one job, Jason, is like to not get yourself on <laughs> not fire. Jump. He comes up of course on <laughs> fire, so <laughs> So he's still he's still an idiot basically. He's still a dummy, but um Well, my number two, it's not from the whole movie per se. It's just but it's Uber Jason. There you go. Because Uber Jason is Actually looks extremely cool in my opinion. Love the look of him, and I love the look of his new machete. Yeah. And I just love how much he definitely got more demented when those nanobots turned him into a, pretty much an android. Yeah, it's kind of sci-fi-ish. He he's no longer scary, but he's just a big badass, pretty much. And even so, there's also a whole I think it's a whole book trilogy about Uber Jason. Oh wow! I got killing that out. people on what was it Earth point Earth two point I think that's where they were headed. Yeah, I gotta check that out. Yeah, uh, the books take place after the movie. Mm. Gotcha. Um. Well, my number one. I think uh, I'm gonna go with part four, Jason. And the reason I think it's well, oh, yeah, I might as well say it myself. Mine's also part four, Jason. <laughs> Yeah, because you know what I think. Um, of the first four movies, I think Part Four Jason best like represents Jason. And Not only that, but he also had the best effects of the face. Yep. And that, and when he just busted through that door, was so amazing. <laughs> well, think about how brutal the kills are. He's really pissed off in this movie because like he sets the tone of those early kills in the first couple, like the the hospital kills, and then mm-hmm. the the hitchhiker. Those are some brutal kills. And then what I like about this version of Jason is just how fast he runs. Like, he act. imagine him running at you like that, like when he's chasing um, Trish. Oh, yeah. I guarantee you any normal person would have shit their pants. Yeah, and you got the Crispin Glover death scene, and the only knock on part four of Jason is... He still had teleportation in that one. Well, throwing the girl out the window is still just like the... For that to work out so perfectly, it just didn't make no sense at all. So, uh, how did, you how, were making sense. How did he end up on the roof, and how did he know? Teleportation. She, how did he know she was gonna like come back and look at the window like that? It's stupid, but and she's definitely still alive. So, um, no, she's not. She she <laughs> broke her neck. She did. No, Muffins is dead. She's alive. So, no, Muffins is alive. We saw Muffins at the end of part two. Dream sequence. Fuck. <laughs> all right well i guess so this is your number one also so right so yeah so in which case y'all don't have to go home but y'all do gotta catch a train because guess what there's a bullet on it wow 
And I'm going to just say nope because I just saw the movie Nope. So. And I'm about to go see Bullet Train with the guy who played Scorpion from the newest Mortal Kombat movie. And Pray for My Soul, I'm about to watch Pray. So. 